This episode of Forward Thinking Founders is sponsored by Icon Labs. If you have a website for your startup that is not pleasing to the eye, that doesn't flow, that doesn't look good to potential customers, you are losing out on so much business. And look, I get it. Not all of us are CSS people. Not all of us know how to design great websites. But luckily, we have a brand partner here in Seed Scout called Icon Labs that does this for startups all the time time. Anebi, who's our contact over there, will go ahead and walk through their process. They'll let you know how they build great websites, how they convert, how they lead to revenue and sales, and then they will do it for you. Okay, I'm so stoked that this local Phoenix-based company is sponsoring Forward Thinking Founders, is sponsoring Seed Scout. But to be honest, doesn't matter that they're in Phoenix. Doesn't matter that I love Webflow, which is their specialty. What matters is that they will make your website look incredible, which will lead to sales, customers, and even some investor conversations. Check out iconlabs.com to learn more or check it out in the show notes. Thanks for listening and let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies. And the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus. So if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews. So check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Dylan Rose, who's the founder of Evergreen. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Doing good. I'm uh, out of Denver right now. Beautiful day. And yeah, can't complain. Have you hiked any 14ers in the last couple of days? (laughs) That's what everyone says. I'm like, and I, I was in Seattle, so I should know that. But I was like, Okay, yeah, what's a 14er? But I guess oh, you don't know what a 14er is? No, I know what it now is. Now you know I what watched, a 14er is. I watched that um that Netflix documentary where the guy did like whatever 2014ers and like yep, yep. Like I've I've hiked two 14ers and it's pretty intoxicating. We should do like a jam pad 14er like hike this summer. Maybe I'll talk to Adam. Anyways, we're not here to talk about 14ers. We're here to talk about what you, what you're doing. So, uh, for for context for people listening to this, um, you know, we've done, in the last few podcasts we've had gone a little longer form. This one will be the same because Dylan and Evergreen, uh, it's Evergreen's an alpha company. Dylan's an alpha founder through Seed Scout. Um, so we're gonna go a little longer form here and dive a little deeper than usual into what he is doing. So with that said, Dylan. What are you working on? What is Evergreen? So I'm building Evergreen and we do crypto mining without energy. Uh, Right now we are building a small device, uh, you know, looks like a Wi-Fi router. You plug it in and you start earning crypto on the Chia network. You can manage your assets and and pretty soon we'll be implementing games and exchanges and anything you might want to do on Web3, but, but from like a little simple device. Uh, And we're also helping people uh, get set up with enterprise units so they can mine at scale. 
Okay, so break this down for someone that doesn't understand crypto so much, like which is me, right? I understand it like pr- pretty well than like an average person, but there's a lot of people listening that are casual understanding uh, and, you know, a casual level of understanding, but not super deep. So let's start with, you said this word Chia. Um, what, what, what is that? Is that a Chia seed, a Chia something else? Like tell, like, tell us what, what's going on what's Chia? Yeah, so Chia is a relatively new cryptocurrency. It launched about a year ago. Uh, and it was created by Bram Cohen, who founded BitTorrent way back in the day. Um, and just a quick primer for those who don't know about BitTorrent, that is a peer-to-peer file sharing network that's been around for decades. It's unstoppable, right? It still runs in many countries. And um, BitTorrent kind of inspired Bitcoin. So Bram Cohen is, is a world-renowned protocol developer. Uh, and over the last several years, he designed an entirely new consensus mechanism. We can kind of dive into what that is, uh, created a on-chain programming language, Chia Lisp, hired out a team, and now uh, the, the company, Chia Network, is going out there and they're getting governments and large organizations onto their blockchains to help solve uh, real-world challenges. So, okay, so it's a new crypto, so it's everything you just said, cool, great. What is, um, I'm kind of just making it simple because I just want to make sure everyone has a basis for what you're doing before we go a little deeper. You mentioned um you know mining so what is mining i know this is like what it is but like what does mining um have to do with what you're doing and like all right what what are you mining can you kind of explain explain it to me like i'm five but you know yeah mining in this category so um for a while you know cryptocurrency uh it's been around for a while and until some guy or group of people satoshi nakamoto came out and created what was called proof of work it didn't really have legs And, and a big reason is because you need to be able to distribute your incentives. You need to incentivize participation from a wide variety of people because the more people who are participating, the more secure your network is, the more people who kind of control the truth state of that network. And that goes against classic banking systems, account-based systems, where you have a small group of people who run all the transactions and they determine what are legit transactions and we just have to trust them. So, so mining creates like a trustless system. And Satoshi's vision was that anyone with a laptop could participate and therefore have control and therefore earn Bitcoin. And so in the case of Bitcoin, the only way to create Bitcoin is to mine it, it's to run a high powered computer and it is to secure the network by running that algorithm. And um, you've probably also heard about proof of stake. So a lot of networks, wanted to address kind of the energy issue that proof of work brought up. And they, de- they decided to go for proof of stake. And this is a very debated point because proof of stake doesn't have mining. It doesn't have ways for Matt or I to participate in the consensus. Uh, what it relies on is a small group of validators who actually have to pay a lot of money. Um, and in return, they get the fees and, and they can kind of order blocks as they wish. But it, it takes much higher powered computers uh, and, and it's just, it's, it hasn't scaled. Bitcoin has scaled to 50,000 nodes, which is very decentralized. A lot of these proof of stake networks are anywhere from a hundred to a thousand nodes. So it, it, mining really incentivizes kind of that distribution. Um, but over time, you know, we've seen other networks, proof of stake networks integrate different functionality at the expense of, of kind of mining and distribution. Okay, this is great. I'm gonna like chop this up and like each each little answer is gonna be a YouTube video. It just all like here's everything you need to know about about crypto in 2022. 
All right. So, <laughs> so now kind of rounding out this kind of one one you know, you mentioned that, the, you know, it, it takes a lot of um, energy to mine. So you have a large group of people that have, you know, started to validate, you know, I don't know, that's the right word, but pretty much like proof of stake doing, doing something in a different way. Um, but you mentioned, and, and you correct, correct me if I'm phrasing this wrong, but you are mining, but in a way that doesn't use up a lot of energy. Is that, is yeah. that what's going on here? And if not, can you correct yeah. me? So, so at a high level, um, you know, you talk about proof of X, proof of work or proof of stake. And what that really means is you can prove that you are dedicated to a network. It's like, you know, a cult or whatever you want to call it. You are dedicated because in proof of work, you have taken a resource, energy compute that you could have used to watch YouTube or, you know, do whatever you want, but you've dedicated it all to the network. And that's a real world asset. And in proof of stake, the big complaint is you're staking something that isn't real. You just made it up and then you're like, okay, I'm going to stake it. So Chia, they take this idea of staking a real world asset, just like Bitcoin stakes compute, and they've applied it to hard drive storage because hard drive storage is very useful. It's very much in demand. Every company, Facebook, Microsoft, Google, Amazon have, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of hard drives. But what we want to do with Chia is instead of taking compute and dedicating it, we can take storage and we can fill it up with all this cryptographic algorithmic information. And that is how we have proved that we've taken it off the market and dedicated it to Chia. And so Chia, uh, they were not the first to do what's called proof of space storage, but Bram Cohen in all of his genius figured out how to actually make it scale and work really well. And that's exactly what happened in the first year. They actually had about a billion dollars worth of hard drives taken off the market and put onto Chia. And the best part is hard drives take about not, not one-tenth of the energy, not one one-hundredth of the energy of Bitcoin, but one one-thousandth of the energy while maintaining this real-world asset. And that's very important because it's a real-world asset. If you buy a hard drive today, even if Chia doesn't work, a hard drive is still valuable. But if you go out and you buy token and you stake it, and then that network goes away, you're left with with nothing, right? Totally. Uh, this is this is great. Like it's super interesting. Kind of leads me to wonder, how did you get looped up into the Chio ecosystem? I mean, there's so much stuff going on. It's so hard to identify signal from noise, and everyone that everyone who thinks X is signal is noise, and people who think X is noise is signal, and it's just like. How'd you, how'd you find yourself in this ecosystem? Yeah, so um, I actually have been doing consumer electronics for most of my startup career. I, I, did a, I did a wearable company and created a couple products over the course of many years. I worked at you know, places like Amazon on consumer electronics. Um, and you know, kind of in between projects, I, you know, Web3 crypto started to get hot and, and I, wanted to, I wanted to get in. Um, but I am inclined on software, but I'm much more inclined on hardware. So I decided to mine and mining made sense to me. I didn't, I didn't understand why a network wouldn't want to allow anyone to participate and earn rewards. And so I kind of put that stake in the ground. I'm going to work on mine. And I started doing Ethereum mining and it was awesome. It was easy for me. I built a rig and then I sold it for double. And I did that a bunch of times. I made some cash and this was like the first business I was actually making money on. I had just kind of made what I wanted products. And then this was like a business. Um, but 
once I started asking my friends, you know, regular people, Hey, is this interesting to you? They're like, eh, it's loud. It's noisy. It sucks about your energy. I'm not really down. And so I kind of started to form this thesis, like everyone should be mining. Everyone should have a revenue generating asset, a thing that you buy that holds value that also pays dividends. But if it sucks a bunch of energy, they're not going to get into it. And so there's a couple other networks that I saw, but what had happened was I saw Chia in the news because hard drives were selling out. And a wise person said, if something's selling out and you can build it, go to that place. And so that's exactly what I did. And so I was in the community right away. I started pitching a bunch of ideas and one of those ideas happened to stick. And that was this little green box and you plug it in and you start on Chia. And just for context, if you wanted to start on Chia, there are a lot of steps before you could get to that little green box. And so I just said, Evergreen is going to eliminate those steps. We're just going to give people the end product and, and it's stuck. And I made uh, 25 prototypes. They sold out in like a week. I fulfilled those orders and I've just been, you know, building the product at scale and, and building a team since then. Okay. So let's, let's talk about th this here. So I, you know, as I kind of alluded to, I'm not really, I'm a, I'm a little bit actually of a, of a skeptic of, of the web three world. I'm not a skeptic of the technology. I'm a skeptic of the timing and the excitement and how those relate to each other. Um, I mean, I think Web3, I mean, just equity, like equity innovation is the future, um, you know, and, and the things that come with that. Um, so, yeah, this is super interesting to me. The fact that 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 I can, you know, purchase one of these mining machines and I can mine Chia, like, that's cool. But like, break it down for me. Literally, like, how, like, if I wanted to, if I wanted to purchase one, excuse me. And I wanted to start mining Chia and earning this and being a, uh, I guess the word is node in the network. Correct me if that's yep. wrong. That's exactly right. Yeah. Cool. A no if I wanted to be a, no how do I become a node in the Chia network I went through using your, your technology? How does this work? Uh, yeah, like, so, like actually, so yeah. bear with me. It's a long and complicated process. Right? I'm ready. <laughs> you buy the device. Okay. You plug it into the wall, you download an app and that's it. Is the app, is it like an iPhone app or like a yeah. computer so okay, so so the so let's go further into into this because <laughs> this is this is fascinating to me. So let's say I purchase one of these. I don't know. I mean, I'll I'll totally do it after this. I don't, how much how much do they cost? Uh, we're selling. We're pre order for about two fifty right now. Cool. So. Put, I'll I'll buy I'll buy two. One for me and one for my wife. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So um and maybe like one for my mom and dad. <laughs> that's um, the goal. Yeah. Uh, that's actually an interesting idea. Actually. Huh. Anyways, it's a separate conversation. <laughs> um, so I buy, let's see, just, let's just talk one. I buy one. Okay. I plug it into the wall. I have an app. What is happening? Like why, yeah. like, what is like, tell me what's happening. Like, why am I getting Chia for plugging something into the wall? Like, how do I make this real for me in my brain? <laughs> yeah. So, um, Remember, it comes back to proving that you have dedicated a resource to the network. And the reason why that's important is today, Chia has a billion dollars worth of hard drives on the network. What that means is that if someone else wanted to take over the network and eliminate the security and rewrite all the transactions, which is what the network is protecting, it's the history of transactions, they would need to go out and buy a billion dollars worth of storage, do what's called plotting, so fill up all of that storage with these cryptographic algorithms, they're called hashes, and then 
they, you know, and they would need to get that spun up and, and they would have to do that within a short period of time before anyone else did it secretly, you know, in, so a real world asset is great because what happened on, you know, proof of stake is a country like North Korea could execute a hack, get all the stake, and then they own the network and can rewrite history. You can't do that with hard drives. So what's exactly happening is you're getting a hard drive pre-filled with plots. That's the name, are plots. They're cryptographic hashes that prove you are participating. And you can think of them like a lottery ticket. Every five minutes, the network is calling out these lottery tickets. And if you have the right one, you get the reward, which is two Chia. And that's how new Chia gets created. And this is going to happen forever and always. Yeah, this is this is very cool. I like the, the, one of the reasons I like doing these podcasts is like I I I like I mean, I, like, I know what obviously I knew what you were doing, but like we hadn't had a conversation like this like in depth and direct, which is kind of like what the point of the podcast is. Like I I, I work with so many founders, like let's just like come on, let me learn, then let everyone else learn with me, right? Like about what's going on. So is there anything stopping me from buying, you know, twenty? And then it's like just like I, I what's the why should I buy 20 and why shouldn't I like, why shouldn't I buy if let's say I have a lot of money, which I don't, but like, let's yeah. just say I do. Why wouldn't I buy 50? Is it just cause it's like opportunity? Like I, what could I do with that money? If I didn't no, buy you, No, we, we have an enterprise operation. So you but can no, ask- no, 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 not, I'm, I don't mean, so I'm not, I'm more talking like theoretical. Yeah. So like why, let's say I was, you know, I, I had a lot of wealth. And yeah. I like, you know, it, the reason I wouldn't buy a hundred of these is like, oh, well, you know, that would be $25,000. I want to spend $5,000 on this thing. That's not these evergreen miners. So it's only spent 20. Is that, that's, it's just a matter of how many resources to allocate, right? It's, it's a direct scale. The more yeah. plots you have, the more you earn, period. So you want plots, which requires more storage. Okay. So, so this is a, a very stupid question. No, you're good. So yeah. I spend $250 and I buy a miner. Okay. And I put it in my room is, is a way I could think about it. Is it kind of an investment? Like, will I make over time $250 back in yes. Shia? Like how should, how, how, like, let's say I didn't like you and I didn't know you, you know, and I just like, I was a stranger just hearing this from a podcast. Like, why should I do this? Is, is, is I guess a question to ask, like what's in it for me, a stranger on the internet that doesn't have a connection to you or the company or anything like that? Yeah. So, I mean, at the most basic level, I kind of mentioned this earlier, it's a revenue generating asset. So if you buy a, a hard drive today, that hard drive, especially because we get them actually recycled and we're preventing hard drives from going in landfills, uh, that won't lose value. Like, uh, an 18 terabyte hard drive to you is still an 18 terabyte hard drive. But by buying it through us, you now have the opportunity over the course today of three years to pay it off. And so in three years, once it's paid off, and this is assuming the price of Chia doesn't move at all, you just got that for free. Right. And, and I know what you're probably thinking, oh, 200 bucks, three years. But but this is the thing. It's it, you cannot lose, right? Like you still have a hard drive in three years that is worth a hard drive. And that's different in any other network because if the network goes away, you lost your entire principal, right? You cannot lose your principal in this. There is no rugging as they call it in crypto. When you are mining, you, you put down your asset and now you get dividends. And so it's for people who want passive income. It's for people who want to take a smaller risk, but still maintain a very high upside because 
if Chia price doubles, which it's very possible that's how cryptos go, that there, you know, there's not a lot of volume on the Chia price right now. Once, you know, once it gets listed on major exchanges, it can double, triple, et cetera, very quickly. And now you're set up and you don't have to get set up because you're already ready to scale and ready to go. And these devices, so just to clarify, you're getting a hub and you can plug up to eight hard drives plus into that hub. So you wouldn't have to buy another hub. You would just be buying hard drives after you get that first hub and you're expanding your earnings proportionally, like directly proportionally. If you get 18 terabytes and then you get another 18 terabytes, you're doubling the earning potential. So sorry about that. I was, I was just like on your website. So yeah, uh, yeah this makes sense. So the, 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 the crazy thing about this is like the minimum, you know, is making this money. Like, you know, let's say the Chia price stays the same as just a beginning money back in three years, which like you said, you know, on an IRR basis, like what a horrible investment, but that doesn't account for like so many things. One, it's not just an investment. You get an actual thing that you can leverage. Two, you're not accounting for the fact that the Chia network is new and growing, okay, which means the price could go up. And three, you by default of existing, or I mean, maybe this is wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, but you are you are adding, you are adding more liquidity. I don't know the word you're adding more people to the Chia network, which means it gets stronger, which means the people that are in or benefit from it growing, which you're helping it grow. Is this, is this the right train of thought? You are fulfilling your own destiny, right? Because if you participate, you are increasing, not the liquidity, the security. You are now one more line of defense that other people would need to go through to take down. Dude, this is why I, this is, I love, I love like, I go on like coinbase.com and I look at all these things on top. I'm just like, I don't know the hell anything. I, I know what they do, whatever. But then I go like way lower and I look at like the things like what, like what you're doing and, uh, and brain trust and these like things that no one seems to care about. But I'm like, this is the future. Like these, these things are the future. It's just, it's just the, the, everything's inverted now because wall street runs the world and crypto isn't willing to admit like, 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 I don't want to go into that, but like, no, well, hold on. Let me actually take that. Right. So sure, sure. proof of stake networks. It's very clear. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to come out and say that it's, it's all, it's not, but it's a very, when you introduce validators that have very high requirements, I, we run on minimum spec. You can run Chia on a Raspberry Pi. Anyone in any of any corner of the world can participate. It is fully open, but on proof of stake networks, you need large data centers. There's very few people that can afford large data centers. And generally what happens is when you're a validator, you have opportunities to, you know, basically order the blocks as you see fit. You have opportunities to get fees. So what's happened is, of course, if you're a big investor in a network and you can drive a lot of transactions on that network, and you're the only one who actually has enough money and knowledge to become a validator, why wouldn't you do that if you're an investor? It is against you know, big VCs' interests to create a network in which incentives are distributed to everyone, right? Because that is taking away incentives yeah. from them in the short term. But in the long term, if you're going to have an unstoppable network, you need your incentives to be far and wide. And, and if you're going to, and this is what Chia is proving, is if you're going to work with any large organization like the World Bank is one of Chia's clients, it's because they are distributed far and wide and because there is not a small group of validators that can be attacked that will take down the network that they're trying to put you know, their carbon assets on. Yeah. 
This is great. Well, we're almost out of time. Talk to me about the big vision here. Like in 10 years, what do you see the, uh, that kind of evergreen kind of looking like? Yeah. So right now, you know, we're definitely catering toward making Chia easier to get on. But even as you mentioned, we're not just doing mining as an application. On our device, we're going to have basic things like messaging, NFTs, and trading. And the coolest part is we don't go through things like Amazon Web Services or Infura because all of our devices talk to each other directly. And so the future that we're trying to build is the ability for anyone anywhere to deploy their own network without intermediaries. And and because we have this hardware, because we're fully vertically integrated, we can actually do this. We can go out and build a new internet where there's no reliance on governments or infrastructure or Amazon web services. And, And ultimately, you know, if you put a little solar panel on this thing tomorrow, anyone in any corner of the world without any existing infrastructure could have the power of Web3 and blockchain. And that's really what we're running toward uh, in, in the next couple of years uh, after we kind of make our stake in Chia and, and actually on a couple other networks that we're working with to, to facilitate this vision. And how can the Seed Scout and Forward Thinking Founder community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising? Looking for customers? You know, how can we help you make this uh, vision a reality? Yeah, so um, today we're, we're still on pre-orders on the uh, consumer model. Um, we are trying to hire, you know, really smart people. Um, we are also closing up a pre-seed and moving into a, a seed round, but we are selling enterprise units. So if you're someone who's listening to me and you're like, oh my God, I got to get in Chia and you've got, you know, uh, 30,000 bucks to, to go for it. We, we can help you get set up. You can have one of these things running in your home and it's not really going to be a big dent on your energy bill, like ASIC miners for Bitcoin. So if you're interested in any of these things, you know, feel free to hit me up. We're, we're definitely moving. We're moving fast. Then if someone wants to hit you up um, and learn more about what you're doing, get involved enterprise, something like that, how can they find you on the internet? Uh, do you have a uh, website, social media presence, Twitter? Yeah, I'm, like I'm probably best on Twitter uh, at Dylan M. Rose. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm big into the Chia ecosystem there. Feel free to hit me up. I can get you plugged in. Even if you're not interested in Evergreen, you just want to learn more about Chia, please hit me up. I can get you plugged into a lot of the different things that are going on right now in the ecosystem. All right. Uh, well, cool. Well, I appreciate you coming out of the podcast. I'm super energized by what you're building. It's just cool. It's just cool stuff. So, uh, so I, I'm stoked to have you in Seed Scout Alpha and uh, looking forward to playing, playing a small part in like your growth and watching you just operate and just make this thing a monster. So thanks again for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, thanks. And very excited to be in Alpha.